0: Hey everyone! Um, Just a quick reminder: before we dive into today's episode, we'll be discussing sensitive topics related to trauma and mental health. This may include conversations about difficult experiences, triggers, and strategies for healing. If you feel these topics might be might be triggering or uncomfortable for you, please take care of yourself and consider skipping this episode. Remember, it's okay to prioritize your mental health take care and let's just start it with the episode Alaikum, beautiful beautiful people um it is 3 49 a.m i'm not asleep i cannot for the life of me fall asleep i am not even sleepy in any way i'm not talking to anyone i'm sitting here and i'm staring at my seating and i remember this podcast I um, remember I want to record something. I want to say something. But I don't have a topic. So probably this specific podcast or this specific episode is going to earn a title after I'm done recording. Not too sure if you guys can hear me. I can't reach and get my microphone and I just couldn't care less. So uh yeah. Okay, I got the mic. I I was watching a next week's show, like a while ago, so maybe one hour ago or so, and it talked a lot about mental health and people basically self-harming themselves and just struggles and depression, everything that teenagers go through. And I sat um, for the past hour, and I was thinking about everything that I'm scared of. So I opened my notes up, and I started recording. Sorry, <laughs> started writing. I don't know where I was going with anything that I was writing, but I just knew I was writing. And I want to read um, what I wrote. phase 1 i like my space i love getting food turning on the net turning on netflix and my ac it's nice for a while until it's not until i lose interest and the food is finished and then all these thoughts start rushing and flooding my brain phase 2 i start calling texting anyone that's available i just need to get these thoughts out of my head but they're busy, so I go to my sisters. They're distracted. I go to my parents, and they're not in the mood for me. Phase 3. I'm all alone. I don't know what to do. My heart starts beating faster. More negative thoughts. I don't know what to do. Phase 4. ni ne'amalwaqil. It's dua after dua. I proceed to read Surat al-Doha. I start crying. I'm crying uncontrollably. I don't know why I'm crying. It's not getting better, but at least I have something to do. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I am gasping for air. I don't know what to do. I close my eyes and I start crying again. It's not getting better. But at least I have something to do. I'm making dua. I close my eyes again and I wake up an hour or two later. I'm better. I'm smiling. And my friends call me back. And I smile and talk as if everything is normal because everything is better now. Alhamdulillah. It's like it never even happened. And then I proceed to think about big scenarios. I then proceeded to think about real scenarios with things that are dis- ugh, indescribable, most traumatizing, has happened to me. I started thinking about the, in the series that I was watching, they heard a gunshot. And everybody was like, is that a gunshot? was sat upon a shot and everybody was terrified and it got me thinking about the one time i was about eight years old boko haram and bombing in nigeria was quite normal and quite frequent so i was in bochi um if you guys do not know i am from bochi specifically azure uh this one holiday that we went i was in my grandmother's house I was lying down, it was about 9, 10, everybody had gone to bed. So I was on my mattress and my mom was beside me and my little sister was beside me. Boom, we heard a noise, we heard a laugh. Loud... I swear to you, the whole house shook. I got scared. I knew this was a bomb because it was, as I told you, normal and quite frequent. I cannot remember exactly what year it was, but maybe if I make a little research, which I'm not going to do, say bumbakacho and number, <laughs> not right now. Um, I just knew it was a bomb, and this was my reality, and. I just heard that. I just heard a bomb go off. I did not know where. I asked and um, my mom said, no, it's nothing. Or she just tried to cover it up. I can't remember exactly. I was so traumatized and in shock to actually understand what was going on or hear anybody. But I know everybody was awake. Everybody woke up. This was... A bomb, literally. The next morning, we got back news that my cousins, my cousins, uh, my cousins, I (laughs) I don't know how to describe this relationship, but my cousins, basically. Maybe a distant cousin, like I remember him. Like, I was too young, and he wasn't really a present figure in my life all that much. But I remember they announced that he died in a bomb explosion, and I just knew that was the one. After a few days, they were like telling stories of um, his janaza, his body, his everything. And this is a story that I remember vividly because in order for them to bury him they had to gather pieces of his body and now that like it's quite normal to see things like that on social media in Palestine I mean, love you with them and just people gathering their loved one's body parts so He's taking um his arm, and they're looking for his feet. They're looking for his head, and and I just sat there imagining, um, if my grandmother's house was close to that market square, or if if my brother or any I don't know. I just don't know. But I was traumatized. I learned to. I learned to push back anything, like anything and everything that could make me. I think the word I was looking for is uncomfortable, disheartened and scared. So I learned to push my emotions and things that did that or provoked those emotions from me back and back and back and sometimes i sit down and i remember it because everything it's everything going on in the world Ugh, what am i saying with everything going on in the world right now it's impossible not to think sit and reflect on your life i went through this i i did not even see anything i just heard i just heard this noise i just heard this but uh, all I know is that we left, um, OG, I think two days after when I was safe to travel again. don't exactly remember anything from that trip. I think my memory or my brain blocked it somehow. But I just remember that it's so, 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 I literally remember the color of the bed sheets I was lying on. It was green with black stripes. It was quite ugly. <laughs> but yeah, that was what I was lying down. I can't remember what I was wearing. i remember how dark it how dark it was. Like I remember the fan being on and like um I was looking at the fan as it was circling around and because it was above me. So I was looking at it and to my left I would see um be outside and yeah the next thing I started thinking about is fake scenarios that I create so this relates to the first thing that I sa- and that I read or started thinking about so this relates to me getting all these wave of emotions and negative thoughts clouded and just bombarding my brain um you know how you can see on tiktok that um, um you creating fake scenarios so you can go to bed or go to sleep i do that but i don't know it's not the same as everyone else it's it's quite normal and i googled it it said many people do this and it's a way of relieving anxiety or just trying to visualize their dreams and just trying to basically imagine if when i don't know let me search and read it to you guys okay um daydreaming about hypothetical situations that may never happen Do you often find yourself doing this? Do you often find yourself creating fake scenarios in your head? While this may seem like a harmless habit, it can actually have a significant impact on your mental health. So this is an undiagnosed mental illness (laughs) (laughs) that I feel like is so underrated and just so not talked about. I do the same things but like I feel like with the TikTok girlies they're doing these um fake scenarios and they're just imagining themselves with people maybe that they like or going somewhere or someplace that they just want to go. And I feel like they know when they're doing it. I'm not too sure. I'll make my research and maybe say it in a different episode. But I on the other hand, when I'm sitting and thinking about these things, I go to a different world. It's like I'm dreaming, but like I'm wide awake and it's never good. It's always negative. I don't know what's wrong. It's always um maybe i'm driving i can vividly i can like vividly see myself and like literally almost touch and make this a reality, I don't know how I do it or how my brain does it, but I start thinking about okay, um, I'm driving and this car or this man hits me, and I'm coming out and I get shot. I don't know, this is just an example. I've actually never thought about this, and most of the times, I cannot think of, I cannot remember anything that I imagine I guess I don't know why I just cannot seem to remember the minute the minute it happens um, I seek refuge in Allah and then I just push it away so I guess that's what's happened that's what happens and I I don't know if I am the only one that <laughs> goes this but I hope I'm not because if then I I need help <laughs> the thing is why am I talking about all this I just know I'm not even sure if I'm going to post this if I post it then maybe in a couple of hours I felt comfortable enough to post it but if I don't then it's just for me but I hope I post it so Other people that do this because I feel so alone right now. The people that experience this as well, I know that they're not alone. And I could, okay, I already shared my remedy basically in the first part of this video. I make a lot of dua, any dua that is accessible to me, I just do it. And dua, surah to dua, that surah just holds a See, they, it holds like half of my heart. I love that surah so much. I make sure I recite it in most of my salas throughout the day. I I love surah to her so much. And if you guys sit down and dismantle the texture of that surah, you guys are going to love it just as much because it is a beautiful, beautiful surah and the story of why it was revealed and just everything about that story is just amazing and it brings so much comfort and joy maybe not immediately but it does it does work so try that and get back to me because it does work um okay how to stop How to stop if you go through these um, negative thoughts and emotions. I I don't know how to stop. (laughs) But I do know what helps and I just said it. So maybe if you just recently started experiencing this, face it. Don't run away from all these things, all these feelings like I did. Actually talk about them. Actually face it don't hide them because I tend to keep to myself a lot and I feel like that's a result of other traumatic experiences I've had in the past and that's not okay but if you you're like newly going through, don't let them mature to the level that you don't even know how to talk to people about your emotions you don't even know and you feel like it's a weakness because that's how I feel I feel like it's a weakness to talk. And maybe that's why I really, really enjoy talking to Allah. But sometimes when I'm doing these things, I don't... When I'm doing my whole fake scenario episodes, um, I don't... I don't talk... I talk to myself, I think. I don't know who I'm talking to. But I know I'm not talking because I'm not raising up my hand. I'm not... Praising Allah, I'm not sending I'm not making dua. I'm just talking to myself and I'm replying myself. And it's just the creepiest thing ever. Now that I think about it. And when I realize that I'm talking to myself, I tend to laugh at myself. Which is something that I do when I don't want to cry. <laughs> See, it's a vicious ugh, vicious circle and I hope nobody is going through this and this is not a cry for help I'm really okay but I don't know deal with your trauma go to therapy try your best to get help because dealing with um undiagnosed <laughs> mental illnesses is not fun it's not going to be fun for you it's not going to be fun for the people around you because um in the end of the, at the end of the day ah, at the end of the day, you are going to resent the people that stay with you or are around you for not knowing what you're going through or for not being there for you when you've actually never reached out. And whenever somebody um, makes an inquiry about how you are, like really, because you have the mentality that uh, being vulnerable is a weakness. You don't say anything and you just say you're fine and brush it off. Don't be that way. Talk to people. Talk about your feelings. I don't even care. Make everything, every situation about you most times. Just make sure you're talking to someone. Someone you trust. Someone that listens. Don't just leave um, these situations in your hands and push them back and try to forget about them because you will actually never forget about them and they will haunt you consistently and make your life miserable and as time is going on it's building up and it's just becoming worse and worse and worse i am not a psychologist i am not a i i don't know i'm i haven't even finished my degree yet but i but, I know because I've experienced this, I am living through this i I cannot for the life of me, imagine what these Palestinian children are doing and how they are feeling and I, it's it's just unimaginable to see your family members just dying and it's it, I cannot talk about this anymore, and this is just me talking, imagine people experiencing it. May Allah's mercy and help be with them. And may we reunite in Jannah, inshallah. So basically, that's my advice to you. I am advising you now to be more open about your feelings. To yes, cry to Allah in the night um, when you're alone. When you discover that you're talking to yourself, seek help. There are different means of seeking help, support groups, uh, therapy because therapy helps and just try it. It really does help. It's worth it. And if you have um, these episodes or you go through similar things, you're not psycho. Cause I don't think I'm psycho. <laughs> I I think that I have baggage that I have not necessarily taken care of and without unloading sorry offloading them the bag is still going to be full so one by one you can declutter and pick out everything from that luggage talk unwrinkle wash whatever you think whatever it is that you have to so, talk about it. Cry to Allah about it. Don't just cry and just talk to yourself like a man-person like I do sometimes. Actually, talk to somebody that listens. Talk to somebody that... Talk to Allah. Talk to Him. Sometimes when you do that, um, you actually don't even need to talk to anybody else. But I find that it actually helps because... Even um, with that, you should seek help because Tasha temikika, not just sit back and just let it be. So um, therapy is a means of help. So seek help, and also involve Allah ninety percent of the time in your matters and situations. And so Inshallah, it's going to get better, and you won't have to rely on talking about random things with people. In order for you not to deal with your own thoughts. Because that is a crazy, crazy thing. And I really hope none of you have to deal with any of these weird <laughs> mental illnesses. Yes. And uh yeah, that's all I have to say. It's 4.16am. I'm going to go pray in China and wait for Fajr and then go to bed and I'm still not sleeping as opposed to yesterday when I was literally (laughs) I don't know falling apart trying to sleep I hope you guys don't relate to this episode and see you again tomorrow inshallah